right, that was it. Wait, I gotta do a pre thing. Um, just letting you guys know, in this episode, there's a lot of mentions of poop and balls, but it gets but it gets really sweet and like reflective. But at the start, there's a lot of like there's a poo story at the start, so just be wary of that. Jacob, do you want to apologize for the poop story yet? I'm sorry for talking about shit so much. You can skip it. And Tempore with uh, Banda. Uh, today I'm joined by Jacob Apap. Hello. Hello, Jacob. Um, good friend of mine. Uh, it's Sunday. We're both hungover. Um, Sunday the what? Sunday the 2nd of April. Um, you have to introduce yourself. That's the rule. Hi, I'm Jacob. 24. Yep. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not 24. I'm 23. Oh, That's a shit. lie. Uh, We'll start this off on a bad note, you fucker. Um, occupation. <laughs> occupation, retail worker. I'm a store manager. That's sweet. AS Color, shout out. Shout out AS <laughs> Color. <laughs> shout out the basics, baby. <laughs> um, I also like to do, like to set the context of your life right now. So the way I do it is with high, low seed. So you give a high from the past month, a low from the past month, and, oh, sorry, <laughs> and a seed. That you planted for the future. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, well, high and low, this is like, they both coincide with each other, I think. Okay. Just gotten out of a two-year relationship. Both a high and a low. I hope she doesn't hear this at any point. <laughs> she, she will. will. <laughs> Do you want me to not Sorry. play this one? What's <laughs> <laughs> the other one? This is a... Wait. Sorry. Oh, that was crazy. Never mind, sorry. We'll go again. Um, what's the sad one? That's yeah, that's the low. That's the low <laughs> right there. <laughs> <There's>, oh. <laughs> that's that's how I feel right now. It's a high and a low. <laughs> um, and your seed? My seed. <clears throat> Something I've planted. Yeah. Um, for the future. For the future? Oh, Going back to uni, I think that's a big priority at the moment. Have you been looking at it more? Yeah, definitely. At what the oh fashion design was it? Fashion like design. I was speaking with Moesha the other day, no. and um, we had a very good conversation about photography mm. and like what that means to me and how much I want to further my skills. And I think like I'm mature enough now to go back and actually take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. because that was the first degree I started, and you just weren't. Like I wasn't into it. I wasn't into it. I wanted to party. I wanted to be an idiot. I had a, like, I just gotten a girlfriend that year. Mm. So uni was definitely not my top priority. Um, so I You've had time to settle now. Yeah. I'm like definitely settled in with like living out of home and stuff. I feel like I, I can afford this now. Yeah. Are you going back mid-year or next year? I'm thinking mid-year. Holy I've been shit. thinking of like... Not putting it off because I put it off for the last two years. Yeah, like yeah. I've been like, oh, I'll go back at the end of the year. Mm. End of the year rolls around, oh, I'll go back next year. Like I'm not ready. If I keep doing that, I'll be in my 30s still without a degree. Yeah. So it's I just need to. Yeah. I got to rip the bandaid off. What uni have you looked at? 
I want to go back to RMIT. I want to do the diploma of photography this time because yeah. I want to learn how to develop film. What does that mean, though? So if you have a diploma in photography... You get a certificate. You can, you can like, <laughs> I think you can work in the industry, but just not as a fully qualified photographer. Like okay. you might be a junior assistant or like a set producer mm. rather than actually taking the photo. Um, that's lovely. Good high, low, good seed. I'm really excited for you. Um, and then a new portion of the podcast that Jody started, <laughs> that Jody started last week was she's going to ask a question to you and you have to answer it. I'm so excited for this question. Um, Jody gets royalties from this podcast now because that's a very good idea. Um, shout out Jody. Shout out Jody. I might try to play into the mic. So shout out Doms. Love that place. Shout out Doms for life. Right, I'm going to try to play it. Ready? The first story. <laughs> Cut it off after the first story, please. Jesus. I'm not doing myself any favors. Um, Cut it off after the first one. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, when, uh, not the, not the second one, but okay, that's yeah. just for you, story. Thank you. That guy sucked. Um, now you have to give one for Jacob okay. or whoever's next. If hey I Jacob. Don't, Jacob. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll play it to him. Go. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Jacob's actually just going through. Oh, I know, I know. Up. He's also in the breakup squad. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Oh, I was asking people this at work the other day. What do you think is like a quality? that you've had in your personality that's kind of, like, stayed the same since you were a kid? Like, what's one sort of, like, facet of uh, who you are that has kind of been been evident all along? Yeah. Mine's talking. <laughs> that was Jodie's question. That is a great question. Very good question off the top of the dome as well. Off the top of the dome. And that's, a, I think, a hard question to answer. Yeah. Give a reply to Jodie. Oh, Jodie. What have I kept from my childhood? Yeah. I feel like I've always been a massive child. Like, that's something that'll never change about me. I'm such a kid. As in, like, in one context, like... I love children's things. Like, I've just recently gotten back into Batman, and that was something I loved as a child. Like, yeah. catch me head-to-toe Batman fit. Everything was yeah. Batman. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I never... I, I kind of stopped enjoying those things. Yeah. And now as an adult, I'm like, fuck, I can be a nerd again and no one cares. Mm. So I'm definitely like full circle moment, getting yeah. back into all the things I used to as a child. I feel like that's what happens a lot. I feel like you go through trying to be like cool kid, like whatever that is. And like, like I'm a child at heart. Like I enjoy mm. that stuff so much, yeah. whether I like to admit it or not in front of large crowds of people. But, but it's like, that, I feel like that's the coolest people is when they like what they like, like, Fucking Seymour last night when he posted the of his, the, the Lego Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's cool. He just does that. Like, just does Lego. Like, that's fun. Like, Doing that's Lego. Like, it's the simple stuff. Yeah. it's a, yeah. In life, that brings me so much pleasure. And yeah. it's the things that I would have done as a child. Like, I'm, I think I'm a massive person on nostalgia. Yeah. So, definitely having that said, I can't look past all the things that I loved as a child anymore. Like I can't cool guy it. Yeah. It's all great. I want to, I want to be a big kid forever. I I think that's like the, the key to life is just being a child, nurturing your inner child. I I feel like it's like the wonder of being a child is what I like to say. I still have like, I still like get fascinated by like, I don't know, a fucking shining light shines specifically on a piece of brick that like, I don't know. I'm like, oh wow, that's really fucking cool. 
and then that's it. They appreciate little tiny things, you know, like when you're first growing up and you're like, that's really sick. Like seeing a fair, I remember seeing a Ferris wheel for the first time. I mean, like, that's fucking sick. And now every time I see a Ferris wheel, I'm like, that is fucking cool that that's there. Oh, I get so excited for the idea of Queensland every time it gets brought <laughs> up. Surfers Paradise, <laughs> hear me out. Going to the theme parks. <laughs> Dude, I'm down every day of the week. I'm there with bells on, man. That's Movie so World, <laughs> goaded. I've never been. You've never been? We should go. We should so go. <gasps> Maybe that'll be a nice little funny trip. That would be a great trip. We take the podcast on the road to <laughs> Surface Paradise. I'll interview Batman. Um, all right, thank you, Jody. Thank you, Jody. Thank you. I don't know if that was the right answer to your question. But you take it however you where you wish. Um, at the end of this, you have to have a question for the next guest. I don't know who the next guest is going to be though. Think about that. I'll we'll get thinking. we'll get into the meat of it now. Um, I think I'll I'll explain the podcast just in case you're new to it, and this is randomly the first episode you listen to. Um, I basically asked my guests to bring three to five memories that they'd want to put in a time capsule, which is this episode. And then we just talk about it. And that's literally it. Um, how did you feel about that concept when you heard of it? I love it. I think a big part of my sense of humor is being able to storytell. Yeah. Because I'm such an awkward person. I feel like somehow the universe brings me all these funny, trivial things. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm definitely down to share it. The life that is Jacob Abba. Jacob literally went on a date with a witch last night. I went on a date with a pagan. That's crazy. She was really cool. I'm down for the, the witchcraft to a certain degree. I don't know. I've never <laughs> been a spiritual <laughs> person. You don't have to break that down right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the first, uh, I, have to, I hand you the, a capsule. But I have to open up the time capsule real quick. <laughs> I handed Jacob a capsule, an empty one. Uh, what would you like to put in there, Jacob? I've got the capsule. <laughs> capsule. My first story. Yep. I feel like this one is like my rite of passage. I tell this story to everyone when I meet them. You know why? Why? Poo is funny. <laughs> oh, no, I know. This. <laughs> All right, go. Poo is so funny. Yeah, okay. So, for context, right? I was 14 years old when this story was placed, so you can imagine a very young, very awkward, gangly Jacob. Yeah. Um, and I've had school athletics. I've bought these No Fear Energy drinks from NQR and Sunshine. Shout out, not quite right. They were four bucks for a slab, 24 cans. Oh, shit. <clears throat> so I decide it's a good idea to take 10 cans with you to athletics. You know, you're running all day. You need the energy. You need I drink all 10 cans. All 10... Tall can, so probably 473 mil. <laughs> 473 mil, 10 473 mil cans. 14,000, 1400. Like, pretty much There's a did. lot of liquid, <laughs> a lot of liquid. And energy drinks don't sit well with my stomach at the best of times. Yeah. But I didn't know that because I was 14. I'd barely ever experienced Especially what happens. 10 of them. 10 of them, yeah. <laughs> you know, go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. So I've done that. That's on the Friday. Okay. On the Saturday, my mum lets me go to the city for the first time ever. I'm allowed to catch the train to the city from St. Albans. 
to Flinders. Yeah. I'm super excited. Me and two homies link up. We're on the train. Anyone listening to this, if you're familiar with the Sunbury line, there's a gap between Footscray and North Melbourne. It always skips South Kensington, and it's probably a three-minute trip between the stops. My stomach <laughs> does the unthinkable. Is this on the way to the city? This is on the way to the city. <laughs> I go to let off what I thought was going to be a fart, yeah. and I've, like, logged in my pants. Like, Full-on, just not even, like, diarrhea. Like, this is, like, a proper turd. Yeah. I'm freaking out. Like... I'm on the train. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I get off at North Melbourne and I'm like, I need to get rid of the evidence. Yeah. And I walk into the toilet and you know that scene in train spotting when he walks into the toilet and he like falls in yeah. and it's disgusting. Yeah. That's what that was like. There were syringes on the floor, <laughs> like piss everywhere. There was shit on the seat. And I'm like, fuck man. I get, I get shy bum. I never use public toilets. <laughs> so like, this was like my worst fear. I've had to leave my underwear on the top of the toilet and free ball for the rest of the day. As in you left it on top of it? With the with the turd in the in the undies. <laughs> Probably one of the lowest points in my life, but has made for one of the best stories ever. <laughs> Wait, going back, so you bought the ten cans. Did you how'd you go at athletics? Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think I placed last in the 50 meter sprint and I placed last in discus too. I was never good with hand-eye coordination and for these long legs, I can't run. What got you, like, what, like, what led you to the idea to buy 10 cans, uh, buy a 24 pack and bring 10? Like, did a mate go, we need energy for this day? I think the previous athletics, did you feel tired? No, I feel like, you know, when you're a teenager and you can't drink alcohol, so the novelty is energy drinks. Yeah. I feel like that was what it was. Was that the big thing in your high school? Yeah. Energy drinks are definitely a big thing. But that one, what was it? The No Fear. No Mm. Fear, like the brand that you get at Best and Less. Had their own branded energy drinks. (laughs) They were so big, they had like a lid on them. Uh. So you could just like reuse them. It's crazy. Did you share it with anyone that day? No. <laughs> nah. No way. You Get your own $4 slab. <laughs> we, did you have a crew of friends in high school that would like... Yeah, we would all run that. We'd definitely run a NQR after school. Was that the poo crew after uh, the next day? No, nah, I was the only one who like shit themselves a lot growing <laughs> up. Like no one was the poo crew but me. Because I was the only one that drank the 10 cans. I yeah. don't think anyone else was stupid enough. Yeah. How long after that did you start telling that story? Or was it immediately? Nah, I think I hid that one for a while. <laughs> like it was till after high school when I was really? like, no one really knows me here. And this, I can pitch this to anyone and no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. And people might laugh, people might not. Uh. I usually get a giggle out of it. I haven't got much disgust yet. <laughs> about, about it. <laughs> about it. No. Did you ever do 10 cans again? I'd do 10 cans again. I'd like to see how my stomach would hold up. No, but up. after that day, did you do it? Oh, no. So it was a full, you learned a lesson. Yeah, I definitely learned a lesson. Yeah. That was the rest of that day. Did you? I remember I left my underwear in the toilet there and I like got out and we were going to Harbour Town. Wait, were you with your friends? I was with my homies still at this so point. So when did they, what did they say? They were, like, they were laughing at me. They thought this was hilarious. So they knew you pooped your pants yeah. or they knew you need to shit? No, they knew I pooped my pants. Like it stank straight away and not like a fart does. Like, and they were sitting right next to me. Yeah. So like, they were like, you need to fucking go change. Like, yeah. get out of here. 
and it was fine. And then the rest of the day, no. So the rest of the day, my stomach was still playing up, <laughs> and we're going to we're going to Harbor Town, and like mind you, I've got shorts on, and like back then we couldn't get long shorts, so I got shorty shorts on <laughs> with my. Uh, my meat and two veg just chilling in there. Yeah. Nothing, no fabric Holy covering. Shit. Like, yeah. you know, I, and I'm a kid. I'm, I'm man spreading. I don't know the difference of how to sit. And you got no money, so you can't just go buy underwear. I can't go buy underwear. Yeah. Mum's giving me 10 bucks for the day. That's my Mikey money and lunch. Holy shit. Literally. So I get to like, I remember I got to Harbour Town and I was like, yo, Harbour Town. Harbour Town. It's like DFO and Docklands. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay yeah. yeah. I don't know why we'll go in there. Factory outlet, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Get those, you know, those pants. Oh, like the, the, the joggers. Like. The, the cuff chinos. Yeah. I was a big Hawaiian shirt guy. I can totally imagine. Yeah, I had shirt. heaps of factory Hawaiian shirts growing up. But uh, I remember, yeah, we got there and my stomach was playing up again. I was almost going to shit myself. I had to go to the toilet again. I was like, yo, I'm just going to gap it going home. Yeah. And I got back to Southern Cross. My stomach was fine. And I got a Ruta roll. From What's Red a Ruta roll? From Red Rooster. Rooster roll. I don't know what that is. Oh, you've never had it? I've never had Red Rooster. Oh, dude, Red Rooster. It's definitely a drug front, but it's Australia's favourite pastime. Well, there was one in Hampton Park. I think I've definitely been there once, but I didn't know people actually like knew what was on there. Cheesy nuggets, man. I used to get cheesy nuggets every shift when I worked at the reject Why shop. do you look so cool when you start talking about Red Rooster? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm a connoisseur of fast food. That's fucking crazy. Um, so, you, do you, so your friends never brought this up again? Nah, nah. That's crazy. I think it kind of just like got forgotten about. We kind of squashed that one in high school. But like, that's like, I feel like boys at 14, I'd make fun of my friend for that forever. I feel like because I took the shame out of it by making fun of myself that no one could. Oh. Because I thought it was funny and I've always found farts and poo funny. Like growing up, my uncles were big farters. So I... (laughs) was surrounded by gas my whole life. And I always laughed at it, thought it was hilarious. So when that happened to me, I was like, oh, this is just another funny coincidence. What did you say to make it funny? I shat myself. You you just owned it? Yeah, just own it. Yeah. Shitting yourself, it's funny. It's like, it's such a like off key thing to do in public. It's so random. Like, and when you do it, it's the most embarrassing, like, you know, you get this adrenaline and you're like, I need to get, get rid of this. Like it's in my underwear. That makes for a great story. I almost pooped myself the other week. I was on a run. (laughs) Yeah, really bad. And like, um, so if you don't like poo stories, get out of here then. We're talking about shit. Move to the next memory, you bastard. Um, no, I was like. Before the run, I felt like I needed to poop, but I was like, ah, it'll be 30 minutes. Like, I'll be back. Like, it's fine. But halfway through the run, I'm like, oh, it's coming. Like, it's coming right now. And I started sprinting home, and I'm so far away from home. I'm like 2.5 Ks away from home still. Oh, my God. So I'm like sprinting. Like sprinting. And I was very lucky because I got home in time, but it was like crowning. It was crowning as I was running. Oh, you were turtlenecking that whole yeah, way like that, that. It was saying hello to your underwear. It just would have been a bad day if I had put my pants running. But it was like 6 a.m., so... Oh, dude, just shake your leg, let it out the side of your shorts, keep running. I think part of me was closer to pooping in like a yard somewhere. Yeah. Is that illegal? It is illegal. It's illegal, but I'd do it. Am I allowed to admit that on this podcast? Yeah, that's getting chopped. <laughs> no, it's not. We're keeping that one. I too would shit on someone's lawn if I had to. Like if it was dire circumstance, yeah, I couldn't if find you had no the toilet. Other, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And half the time, like, dog shits and human shits look the same. Like, no one's going to know the difference. If no one sees you, it's not a crime. It's crazy if someone sees you, though. Oh, if, so- if you seen someone shitting in someone's garden, how funny would that be? Not yours? I'd still see the comedy in it if it was on my You'd garden. You'd have to clean it, though. Oh, dude, get the hose. I'm European, oh. man. <laughs> Maltese people's favorite pastimes is watering concrete. I love the Maltese, I'd just like to say. This guy's thought I'm, I was Italian. No, no, no. Oh, well... The, the the people around me are all... Mo- I didn't realize how many Maltese people around me. Jody May from Malta. Zach Ferugia from Malta. You guys are everywhere. They say that if every Maltese person went back to Malta, Malta would sink. That's how many of us there are. Whoa. Why we, are there so many of you guys? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of like... In Melbourne especially, I feel like it's a big community. 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 Well, I know from, like, when my grandparents immigrated here, they lived in Sydney for a while. And it was only when, like, my nana's relatives started to move down here that they came. You started the great migration. of Maltese We did. People. We did. Do you reckon you're somewhat related to Jody or Zach? Probably. Malta's a small place. Man. Yeah. I feel like it's like Mauritius where, like, yeah. everyone is Like, my there. grandma probably knows fucking her grandpa or some shit. Whoa. Like, small place, man. She had a good story about her grandpa. Did she? <laughs> I haven't listened to it. Making yet. generalizations. No, I just. No, yeah. <laughs> He's Maltese. She has a good story. All about Maltese her people have good stories about their grandparents. Um, was there anything else from that memory that you wanted to acknowledge? That you didn't want to ever forget, just in case. Maybe a little detail from it. Oh. What did you wear that day? This I remember. Yeah. I re- and like, this is a funny thing. I don't know if everyone else's memory works like this. I can, if something pivotal happens to me, I can remember like everything I was wearing on that day. Like just clothes wise or like yeah. everything around you or just that? Just the clothes. I feel like the clothes always stick with me. The okay. fit, you know. Okay, I got to break it down. I had a- From top to toe, like- Top to toe? How was your hair? Like- Hair? I had long hair, really long hair when I was 15 years old, but okay. like not in the nice way, like, you know- Melton kind of long, like comes yeah, okay. out of the side of your heart. Yeah. Very buffy. Were you growing any facial hair? No, not at that point. Nothing yet? I think I had a few hairs above the lip, but nothing crazy yet. Did that freak you out at all? Nah, nah. I think I was really scared of facial hair growing up. Nah, my dad had a big beard when we were kids. I, and I, I remember I hated it. I hated the feeling of it whenever he'd kiss me, rough, rub against my skin. It was the most like coarse yeah. beard hair. Yeah. So that's why I'm always clean shaven. I don't like it. You are always clean shaven. I never thought about that. You look great with a beard. Can't grow one. <laughs> On the contrary. I'm full Maltese, both parents, and I still can't grow a beard. Jody and Zach can, so you're... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Gotta get, take a sip from that gene pool. Um, what else were you wearing? I was wearing... So I was wearing a black and white Vans trucker cap with the brim flipped up. Do you remember when that was a thing? Yeah. You'd wear it like that. I had a black white Vans t-shirt on that I got from the Moomba Drop the Hammer <laughs> skate comp. Holy shit. From like back in 2014. Yeah. And I had khaki shorts on, white globe socks and all black Vans. Dude, big, like that's that's proper kitted up in the... Oh, dude, I was a Vans like fucking hype boy. Jesus. Yeah. Why? Loved it. But what, like, do you know a switch that went like, I'm a Vans guy now? I think I had a... I don't, I didn't have a, I have an older cousin and he got me into skating and stuff and Mm. he always wore Vans and I really looked up to him Mm. and he, for, you know, kid in the suburbs, everyone in Sunshine kind of wore like Nike Air Maxes and shit. 
he wore Vans and I was like, that's something I like resonate with because I don't like any of that stuff. Yeah. And I think from like 12 years onward, like I was just like, this is the shoe I'm going to wear. Did you ever have that thing where it was like, a di- like if you met someone that was kind of a dickhead and whatever they were wearing, I fully associate with like. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like when Gucci hats came in. Yeah. I feel like if I can't, I'd like, yeah, it's all, that's not all douche, but I'm not going to generalize. I'm sure not some no, I, thought, I like think it's cool now, but you know, back in high school. Freaking like, Raph started wearing Gucci hat now. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> see, that's drippy, bro. He looks good in that hat. But kids like I grew up with. He's crying. Don't worry. That was a burp, guys. That was a Red Bull burp. <laughs> I'm gassy this morning. He's going to poop. <laughs> no the the kids i grew up with that wore that shit used to like pick on us like and because we were like i was quite small like and i'm not a small dude but i was small compared to everyone else i grew up with like, oh, in the yeah. suburbs and stuff mm. like all my homies were like from samoa or tonga new zealand so like naturally they were just like built different where did you grow jacob's very tall how <clears> tall are you i think i'm six foot four okay me too um I had a growth spurt between year eight to year nine. Is that the, that's the year then, right? Yeah, yeah. 14, that's year nine? Yeah. That must be crazy. Yeah, I went from like being like five, nine to like six, three in the summer. Did you gain any respect? Nah, I think like. girls start liking you? Nah, nah. That didn't come until later in high school. Oh. Yeah, that was like, I I wasn't very interested in girls up until like year nine, year 10. Oh, okay. Actually in year nine, I did, I I, I had a girlfriend. After the poop, be pre-poop. No, this was like during. She was, was this during poop. This was during poop, man. This is during poop. I don't even think I told her that story when we were together. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. Yeah, she she knew something was up, and you just wouldn't break on it. She knew too much, man. She'd seen too much. What do you mean? She'd seen way too much. What you? My poop. I don't want to ask anything else about that. All right, we'll put that 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 memory in the time capsule. You got to hand it back to me. Thank you. <laughs> just held my hand. A nice soft caress. (laughs) Um, Putting that in there. So the next one is that it's only fair if I give you one back. So, yeah. So every episode I give one back for every memory you give me. I like that. And then you have to give an extra one. So it's it's fair that way. Uh, A bit of a tit for tat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I never know what I'm going to say until right now. Um, Let me get my time capsule. Thank you. Do you have a theme you want me to give? Something related to that maybe? Like a high school one? Nah, man, go hard. Dig deep. <sighs> deep. What's a deep one? Um, you got to give me a theme. I can't. Just for the sake of it, I'm going to go puberty. Puberty. Oh. Um, I remember in primary school, I started growing hair on my arms and legs. In like grade five, six. Like it was very late. I don't know if that's late. Is that late? No, I feel like that's like that. That's about time, time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I grew up in a house of, uh, of women. I had two older sisters and a mom. Um, yeah, respect that. Man. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the ladies. Yeah. Um, and I'd always just like, they'd constantly be shaving. Like they'd just always be shaving. There would be shavers in a bathroom, like everything. So I always thought like, oh yeah, hair's weird to have. Like you shouldn't have hair. It's on your head. And so I remember I started freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I'm growing hair. Like I'm going to be a freak. Everyone's going to make fun of me at school. And then, so I started shaving it, but it was like the second time I'd ever shaved every single part of my body, like all hair gone. 
And I was a dumbass. It's going to be maybe like make some people wince. But like I was shaving it and I could hear my, I was wearing my sister's razors, right? And I'd do it when they weren't home or I'd do it really late at night. And then one day I heard her like knocking on the door. She was like, I need to go to the fucking bathroom. I was like, okay, just give me a second, give me a second. I'm doing something. <laughs> and then there's all this hair on the razor. Oh. And I'm like, oh, fuck, how do I get that off there? And so, like, in- instinctively, like, didn't even think about it. I just, like, wiped it with my thumb. Oh. And fully just split my thumb in three different parts. I just started freaking out. And I was, like, bleeding so much. <laughs> like, imagine me just, like, in my undies, in the bathroom, blood squirting out of my thumb and, like, just hair everywhere. And then oh, my How s- do you explain the mess, man? Well, I literally <laughs> just started crying and screaming and let my sister in. Uh, and she was like, and she was so sweet about it. I doubt she remembers this, but she was so sweet about it. And she like, called me an idiot. And like, we just chucked a bandaid on it. I really think I should have got stitches for it. But can you do stitches for that? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's a razor blade cut. Like, yeah, like fully, like yeah. three. Yeah, and I could imagine like a young, like 11 year old you just yeah. being like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't that, and it, as as the dumbest shit I've ever done, it still makes me wince to this day. But um, wait, I'm getting a phone call. Ah, who's calling me? Ah, once sorry, pause. We'll take a break. Hey, Scout. Good. How are you? All right. Yep. Oh shit. Scout, go red. Go red. Oh shit. My dad wants these F1 hats. <laughs> My friend's at the F1 right now and he's trying to get it for me. Ah, shit, no internet. Go red. Get the red Ferrari as well. What a G, pulling pulling up with the Ferrari hats. They just opened like a memorabilia place on Swanson Street that sells Yeah, all I was going to go and I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Let's like get it. race jackets. Oh, we should. Not right now. Um, Sorry, apologies. Maybe I'll keep that in anyway. No, I think that adds a bit of character. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just a moving man. Um, but yeah, that's probably my memory. It was really sweet. And then my sister had to have a sit down with me and she was like, it's like normal. Like you're getting hair. It's fine. Like that's literally what's supposed to happen. And then, and then I stopped and I was like, okay. You never shaved again. But like the funny thing is, is like I barely get any, it was like. Yeah. You are one of the like the <laughs> least hairy people I know. Yeah. It's fucking insane. But like it was less than that. Do you know what I mean? It was like, and I was freaking out about it and like. It's crazy how, like, we make up these stories in our heads. Yeah. And, like, really run with them to the point. Well, And, like, you know, when you're a kid, you're just fucking scared of everything. Yeah, and you just don't want to stand out. You don't want to be different. No, nah, like, man. That's, like, the last thing in the world. You so, don't yeah. You don't want to be the tallest poppy, you know, in the in the bush. Yeah. Fuck. It's, yeah, there's so many stories like that. Like, I don't know. I freaked out when I got moles. I was, like, I was, like, I got a mole on, like, my, my leg or some shit. And I'm like, it was fucked. Like, I just try to cut it out and like, like by myself. And then I was like, it's like, I'm sure there's more fucked up shit that people have done, but that's like mine. I was like, that's weird that I try to like mutilate myself. Just yeah. like this little tiny black dot on my leg. And like, that's what stopped me. But yeah. I get you, man. Yeah. I've got a big one on my tummy that I've been, uh, you know, used to not want to show people, but. No, I've seen your tummy so much. Yeah. I'm always topless. I think that's one thing when I get drunk, I like to get naked. Yeah. <laughs> I like to get naked. I like taking my shirt off when I've had a few. Where is it? I don't know. Um, all right, that's mine. What's going in? Um, I'm handing you your second one. Thank so, you. No worries. Um, what's your next memory, Jacob? Oh, man. 
What have I got in store? I think I've got another another awkward 15-year-old one. Is it a poop one again? No, 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 no. <laughs> this one has to do with genitalia. Oh. But not in the way you would think. This has nothing sexual <laughs> at all. Okay. So, I again, year nine. Year nine was a big year for me yeah. in first. And I went and played school footy in year nine. I wasn't much of an athletic kid, but a free day off school, I'll take it. What school was this? Sunshine College. Did you guys have a team name or anything? No. No. It was like one of those like one day tournaments. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like round robin, you know, versus like the other local schools. And we we sucked. Like no one at my school played footy. So it was just like all the misfit kids just trying to get the day off. Yeah. Everyone's standing around like doing fucking nothing. But I go and play this this game of football and I get fucking like cleaned up, like absolutely mutilated by these big kids. Yeah. And I remember being like, damn, like, my nuts kind of hurt. Like, this isn't good. Okay. <laughs> Is this too much? No, no, you're good. Yeah. Um, and I go, like, the whole day, like, being like, oh, this, like, something doesn't feel right, you know? Like, I'm not I'm not feeling feeling good down there. I'm sitting with, like, a football between my legs because I can't even, like, close them. I get home and I'm like to my mom, like, mom, like, what's wrong with me? Shit. Am I dying? So she takes me to the hospital. And I get sent straight in. And first thing they ask me is, are you sexually active? And like my mum's sitting there in the room. I've got a girlfriend and I haven't told my mum that like I've been, you know, I've been fooling around. Oh, you were sexually active. I, well, not sexually active per se. Like I wasn't having sex, but yeah. you know, all the other fun stuff that comes <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah, okay. So I had been doing that stuff and I hadn't owned up to that. And like, how do you own up to that at 15? Yeah. And now I'm like put in the hot seat, man. I've got to like say yes. And the doctor's just like, you know, you can you can ask your mum to leave the room like this this is fine and my mum bless her Doreen as she does instinctively just turns around she's like he come out of my fucking body he can tell me whether or not he's sexually active so like <laughs> i'm sitting there like fuck i think i might not be able to have children my mum's now pressuring me to be honest about this yeah. i have to tell her i have to break it to her and then that's like a whole nother conversation yeah. but i i go i get sent home they're like you might have twisted something we'll call you back in <laughs> this is like a big first for me. I had an ultrasound on my on my left testicle. Okay. And turns out I had this like little calcified lump on Oh. It. So it was benign. No cancer, okay. nothing. Like yeah. it was it was chill, but it needed to get cut out cuz it was like I couldn't couldn't stand like it was like hampering me in my day-to-day life. How big was it? Probably about like the size of a 20 cent piece. Holy shit. See yeah. like a third nut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, didn't even know, man. <laughs> And I really like, as a 15 year old, I was like calcified lump. I was like, fuck, is it because I drink so much up and nose? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> absolutely freaking out. And I'm like, I'm never going to be able to have kids. Like, but you know, who wants kids at 15? Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But anyway, long story short, I have to go get, go get this operation. And this is where the kicker comes. Yeah. So I have to, I have to go to the Royal Children's. It's September holidays. And I, um, I'm like in the waiting room, get sent in. They put me under. And I remember the last thing I said when they put me under, they got the mask over me. I was like, I'm Bane. And I laughed. (laughs) And then like, before I know it, I'm in like, I wake up, I'm in the hospital room. And they're like, oh, you should be able to to be able to go in a few hours. Like um, we've given you an epidural. So like, you're familiar with what an epidural is? Not really. It's what they give pregnant women when they have... Baby. So it's super strong. Yeah, yeah. It like numbs the from like your hips down. Wow. Yeah. Um, and because obviously I'm not a big guy, I think they overdosed me. 
I get the all clear to go home and I go to get up out of the bed and my fall. legs don't work. Holy shit. Like when I say don't work, like I got up and fell straight face first into like, <laughs> you know how in, when you're in hospital, they've got the like um, the trays yeah, yeah, yeah. that come over the bed. Yeah. I like took one of those out, like roast beef on the floor. Like I'm like in a plant, you Holy know. Shit. Couldn't walk, man. I couldn't walk. So fucked. I was supposed to be out of there on the day. I couldn't walk for four days. Whoa. That's scary. It was. Yeah. I was like so sure now that from not being able to have kids as a 15-year-old yeah. that I was never going to be able to walk <laughs> again. <laughs> All in the same week. Holy shit. That's the fuck up by them, right? Yeah. Like they just... I think they gave me too much. But surely they, they literally trained for that. Like... I mean, I'm, sh- I'm not going to shit on nurses on, like, today's podcast. Wait. No, we're not. We um, love the healthcare we system. We love the healthcare system. Wait, so how did it end? What happened? Oh, man. I So I ended up going home, and I had to get... Four days, though. Four days I spent in hospital. I wrote off my second week of school holidays, man. That's I was cut. Shit. Yeah. I was cut. Yeah. But your balls had healed fine? Yeah, my balls had healed fine. But this is, like, a funny thing, you know? Like, I at 15, really didn't know how to use a razor or shave down there. And of course you're going through puberty. So there's, there's shit down there. I remember getting home and going to have like a shower and looking down and just seeing (laughs) one bald ass ball (laughs) and then one with like this massive fro. Like they shaved a perfect line down the middle of my scrotum. It was the craziest thing I had ever seen. And the first thing that went through my mind was, oh, you could have done the other one. (laughs) Did you shave the other one? No. You just left it. Left it, yeah. It was, uh, it was, you know, it was too rogue. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> it's the scariest thing in the world. It's, it is. I, it I, is. I, I still, I, I think I still have to work. It, my way I wince it. at that, like, and I wince at the fact that they did that unknowingly. To me. Yeah. Do you feel it still? Yeah, I've got it. Such a broy conversation, but not. <laughs> this is good. We're, t- you know, we're talking about men's testicles. And yeah. Health. So. Does it? So did it just? So the tackle did nothing. To no, make it wasn't the tackle. It. it was like I had this like benign <coughs> lump there that had been building up over time. And that was just the moment where it just started. Yeah, like that day at school footy just like brought it on. And then it kept growing from there yeah. to get the like most I, I had to get an ultrasound on there and like had this woman like putting this like cold gel on my nuts and she's just like feeling around. It was and it's like I've got my mum sitting there with my pants down, like yeah. this happening. It was the one of the most uncomfortable and awkward things that could have happened, but has made for this really funny story. Is your mum like really good about that kind of stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. Me yeah. and my mum, like from then on, were really open about sex and like conversations. Oh yeah, how around. did she react to that? She was like, she was just like, you know, my mum always tells me prevention's better than cure. Like, mm-hmm. just like if you're gonna be sexually active, just wear a condom. Did she sit you down? Did you ever have a sex chat? Well, like, because I grew up single mum, so the sex chat came from mum, and mum's very just, like, crass about it. Mm. So it wasn't like a, you know, this is what happens when you have sex. It was just like, I know you know what you're doing, just don't be a fucking idiot about it. That's good. And I, like, respected that a lot because it showed me that she trusted me. Yeah, She trusted me enough to not make a poor decision. Yeah. And for that, I don't want to let her down. Yeah. And I feel like there's a part of it where, I don't know, you knowing that your mum's, like, just kind of cool with not cool with whatever you're doing but like i don't know i feel like there's like for me there was a big rebellious thing about like my parents didn't want me to have a girlfriend didn't want me to like do any of that so naturally i was like oh 
you know, find a girlfriend and like sneak around and like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's so the teenage intuition to just do the opposite of what you're told. Yeah, and but I feel like if my parents were a lot more accepting of it all, I feel like. And I think that's why I didn't do all that stuff in high school because yeah. my mum was just like, because my sister was quite a naughty kid and yeah. like she kind of didn't go to school between like year nine to year eleven just wagged every day oh yeah so like my mom had seen like the worst of that and because i was like you know going to school i was getting half decent grades like it's kind of like oh you can you, you know i trust you you can do what you want yeah um so i like wasn't interested in any of that stuff like i wasn't interested in smoking i wasn't interested in doing drugs that's like, insane yeah I, I like had like such a pc like teenage years like but I, that's like from choice yeah and that was all by choice like, yeah i you know, grew up, everyone like I grew up with was like smoking weed by the time they were 14 and yeah. didn't want any part of it. It wasn't something that I deemed fun at the time. Mm. I feel like that's what I've always thought said about like being a parent is what your mum does is just being like, the moment you're open about it, it makes it less scary. Especially she like, I feel like we've talked about this before where I'm like, you know, if you have a kid, I mean, I'm saying how easy parenting is. I don't know, but you know. If my kid, I want them to know that, like, if they drink or not, and they get fucked up, like, you can call me. And I'll go pick you up. And yeah, I won't gonna, scold you for it. It's like, going to be okay. Like, I think, like, yeah, it's a massive takeaway from our, our parents is, like, be chill with that stuff. Because mm. you know that they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Like, I, you know, my mom knew that I was going to drink and get up to that shit at yeah. some point. But it was, like, the fact that, like, my mom was always, like, if you want to drink, have your friends here. So at least I know you're safe. Mm. You know? And it's, like... That gave me the like then the option to be like, do I want to do this full on or do I just want to do it at my own pace? Mm. And like, I didn't really drink through high school. Like, it wasn't until I turned eighteen that I started like really getting into really? going out and having drinks and stuff. Yeah, I was like, so like into skating and stuff. I couldn't care. It's such a big part. I feel like back then, a big part of like skate culture was like, you know, people getting fucked up and like yeah. Well, that's what happened. Like bam and shit. Like they were like that's what happened. Like I turned eighteen and became one of those like kids at State Library that would just be fucking sloshed at yeah. like five thirty in the afternoon. And like I look back at it now and I'm like, oh, I cringe. You know, yeah. like, I see kids doing that now and I'm like, oh, don't do that. But that's part of growing up. You got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. I don't know if I had a gross stage, but yeah. like the I feel like the fact that. You know, you could go to your mum and be like, my, my nuts hurt. And like, yeah. No, nah, me, like... I would have gone about that all by myself. Having, like, a very, like, turbo dad. Yeah. And then having, like... My mum was, like, always, like, the saviour, you know? Yeah. Like, and she was, like, super down-to-earth about everything. Um, being the youngest in her family, too, I feel like she copped a lot of that. Okay. So, like... Big family? My mum's the youngest of five, yeah. Damn. Do you yeah. have a big family? Uh, I got a little brother and an older sister. I'm the middle child. You're a big bro. Yeah, I'm a big bro, but a young bro too. What do you mean? My, oh, I, like I, I, sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. No, how, how have you approached being a big brother, like, to him? I think just, like, <laughs> learning from my mistakes and trying to steer him off that path. Yeah. But he's got it. Like, he's the sweetest 17-year-old kid you'll ever meet. Oh, yeah. He's 17 now. That's a very he's pivotal 17. age right now. Yeah, he's like, he's going through it. He's, you know, he's doing his year 11 and stuff mm. at the moment, but he's fucking killing it. Wow. Yeah, oh, what's his name? A, his name's Jackson. Shout out Jackson. Yeah, you want to you wanna hear something funny? Yeah. All the people in, all my immediate family members, other than my mom, we all have J's as well. Jackson, Jacob, what's your sister's name? Jessica. Whoa. Is that just a laziness thing? Nah, my mom wanted to be coherent because my dad's name's Jason. Uh, so she was like, oh, we'll give them all J's. 
Oh, to be fair, my sister's names are Mary Gwen and Marianne. I don't know why I was getting all weird about J's, but no, that's a but that's a nice name. It's but I didn't get anything from that. You didn't. I didn't get Mary Anthony. Nah, I'm just Anthony. Yeah, but we like Tony. Ah, whatever. He's all right. Fuck him. Fuck him. All right. We like Tony. How you doing? <laughs> I don't know if I want to say hi to her. She looked a bit mad, man. What have you done? I haven't done anything. There's a security guard hanging around outside. Um, We've been compromised. Jacob's testicle story goes into the time capsule. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, it's going in there. Mine. Do you want to take a break? Do you pee or anything? No, I'm good, man. I'm uh, in for the long haul now. Um, mm. All right, my memory back. My return serve. Sorry, these have been such like grass. I think it's a stories. good change of pace. Uh, I feel like sometimes, dude, sometimes it's been really heavy sometimes. So I think it's like, it's quite nice having f- like just light memories. I think that's good. You don't have to have a heavy hanger. Nah, nah. And then, you know, it's good to, it's good to laugh at your, your pain. Yeah. I think it's good to look back at like, those seem like very f- like formable. For, how do you say it? Form, formable? No. Formal? For, no. That's not right. Form. Formative. Formative, thank Formative, you. Yeah. Formative memories. Because I, I think, like, if I have a child, which, I, you know, I ideally would like to, child. it's like if if they did that, I would find it fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, I, you know, because being an awkward teenager, like, I know what that's like. Like, it, I can't wait for my son or daughter yeah. to kind of do that. Poop their pants. Go through all those first. You need to make a fool of yourself. Yeah. And be an idiot. All right, maybe, I'll t- maybe my memory will be your first. First, first what? First kiss? What was my first kiss? I think I was like 16. 16. Yeah, I think I was 16 when oh I Oh man, I love kiss. first kiss stories. It, I, I'm trying to remember it. it so I had a, I had a girl, I've talked about it many times on the spot, but she's like a part of all my high school memories because she was just there. Um, but we dated from like year seven to like age 21. But like, you know, you don't really date anyone from year seven to nine. So it's like, that doesn't really count. But we never kissed that whole time. I remember every single year, every single year I would start my school year, I'd leave the house, i go, I'm going to kiss a girl this year. <laughs> from like year seven onwards, I was like, yeah, I'm going to kiss a girl. How crazy is that thought process too? Oh like, my, this year's going to be my year. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm going to land a peck <laughs> on some girl's lips. And she's going to love it. I remember thinking like, it's going to be it. This is it. And then another year would go out and be like, oh, fuck, man. And then like everyone would, you know, you go to school and everyone's talking about like, I, I, me and like fucking Jessica kissed. I'm like, that's cool, whatever. And like you, you're happy for them, but a little bit of like, that could have been me. And been why me. wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> if I just didn't know how to do it. And then I, I, I'm genuinely trying to rack my brain right now. I can't. What it would, uh, <laughs> um, when did it be first kiss? It would have been... I don't know. I gen- that's crazy. That like that's kind of crazy in itself that I can't fully remember. I think I have a vague memory. What if I'm making up the memory then? Do you know what I mean? Like I did a bit of the Mandala effect. Yeah. What well, it Mandela. Mandela <laughs> Mandela's like the Nelson? No. Yeah, Nelson Mandela is what you're thinking of. But isn't Mandela like the Yeah, that's a ta- a tapestry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're so right. <laughs> um Fuck, uh, give me a sec. Wait, uh, it would have been, it would have been like age 16. I, uh, 
No, I think I'm, I'm thinking about... No, no, I did. Okay. We're at her house in Clayton. We're on her couch. We'd been probably dating for like a few months probably. Like as like... Official boyfriend, girlfriend. You yeah. know, it was on Facebook. Yeah, it was on Facebook. Yeah. We'd never kissed yet. And then we're sitting on the couch. I was like, I've got to fucking do it. Like, what are you talking about? i got to do it. Dude, how terrifying. It's and like, this is this yeah. is still a thing for me. Like, uh, how yeah. terrifying is hitting the lean well, on you're the first like, kiss? I am like kind of calm with it now. Nah, I'm still like terrified. Well, you're newly single. So that's fair. Yeah. I've I, been out of the game for a while. Yeah. I When I was when, like the past few, I've only been comfortable the past year at like knowing when to do it. And I'll wait till the very last moment to do it. Do you know what I mean like yeah? It'll be like hundred percent sure she wants to kiss me too, and I'll do it. It, it. But there was probably fifty million times before that where I could have done it. I just didn't do it. But um, yeah. Back then I was like, I'm freaking out, and I was like, I've got to do it. And I'm sure I had that face, you know, that face where it's like you're leaning in and like, like the yeah, that one, yeah, the fucking thing dudes do. <laughs> but we we're on a couch, and I was like, I definitely asked her. I definitely went like, can I kiss you? And I was like, I really want to kiss you or something. And then. I feel like I said that the first time. I yeah. Girl. yeah, yeah, because I was like, I don't want to like, <laughs> and it's dumb because I was like, it's my girlfriend. <laughs> I, just, I guess she'll be able to kiss you. May I? Yeah, may I? May I kiss you? <laughs> may I kiss you? Um, and then yeah, that's probably what happened. I'm married now, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like congratulations. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, she's fine. She doesn't have to do anything. She's uh, she's settled down. She loves. I don't know. I don't know. If she. I guess she loves him. <laughs> That's getting cut. That's fucking getting cut. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, on to the next, I'd say. I need a pee. Let's all pee. <laughs> Whatever. Um, your memory. Yeah. Did, did you? Did you? Um. Did you pre-think these or are you just thinking about it on the spot? These are all on the spot, but these are stories that like... You've thought about before? I've thought about before. Yeah. Because I like remember these being like such pivotal points in my in my teenage years. Do you... So you, you, you're, you admitted to being a very nostalgic person. Yeah. Do you reckon that's a bad thing or a good thing? It's good and bad because yeah. sometimes I really like look into it and it... You know, I look look really into the past and I'm like, oh, I reminisce and, and love it and, you know, romanticize it. But yeah. it's not always good. You got to look forward. But the thing I do love about nostalgia is, like we were talking about before, refining those loves from your childhood. Yeah. And like nurturing that inner child within you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you going to keep going. I thought there was a massive speech coming. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> That's nah, it. I got, I'm just nurturing that inner child, you know, loving Batman, loving Power Rangers. Whatnot. I've um what have I rediscovered? My my love for WWE. I think that's really come back really strong. Dude, fucking same. I'm on like the WWE algorithm on TikTok. On right TikTok, now. yeah, and you get the full documentaries. Dude, it's fucking insane, man. The other night, I literally it was, it was Friday night, I was super drunk and I was like, I need to go to bed. I was like, okay. Uh and I was on TikTok and there's a Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns like doc. Pretty much like it's, it's a cut from the doc. So fucking good. I just sat there for an hour, just and it was nice. It was like ah, oh, because it's 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 WWE's fun. WWE's so much fun. I feel like that was one thing from my childhood. Like fuck, like I could really run with that now. As yeah, I want to wrestle. Let's go. Like let's go try that one out. Because Bo wants to do it really bad. Bo wants to just go try it wrestling. Let's yeah. let's try our hand in it. He's got a bad back though. I don't want to put him through that. 
I do too, but you got to risk it to get the God, biscuit. You fuck it. Why do so many people around me have bad back? Like, don't. Don't. Have you seen how fucking tall I am? My body's like built to break down. I'm that tall too sometimes. <laughs> Whatever, he feels that tall. I feel that tall. Um, what's it, do you want me to, do you want to, I want to press one of these buttons. Press one. <laughs> All right, Jacob, what's your next memory? Give me a, give me a little prompty. Okay. Um, all right. Since you've given two high school ones, I would like, let's frame it in adulthood and just for levity's sake, let's make it a sad one. A growing moment. Oh, dude, I already know where I'm going with this. Okay. One. Big growing Shoot moment. from the hip. Big growing baby. moment. So when I graduated high school, started uni, did all that stuff, yeah. you know, you're 18, 19 at this point. Yeah. Um, I jump on Tinder. As you do as a young, naive 19-year-old. Um, and I match with this girl and we hit it off. We hit it off. We start dating. It's fucking amazing. Not realizing, like, I'm in the most toxic relationship. Uh, like, okay. I think this is good. And because I came from a household of fighting and arguments all the time, I got so accustomed to the fact that we argued heaps. Oh. Like, that to me was was normal. Yeah. And, like, we went on for two years like this, like, arguing every week about the most trivial shit. Like, we argued like siblings, but we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm. And, like, yeah, we did this for, for two two whole years, like, on and off. Like, we'd get into arguments so bad that, like, we would block each other to, like, cool off. Yeah. And it's, like, I'm, it's crazy that I'm, like, talking about this on a podcast. People, please don't think I'm a piece of shit because I've learned from this. Yeah, learned from this, but so yeah, we're we're doing that and we're doing this like fucking all the time, and it like rolls around to like twenty nineteen, and two year anniversary. I give her like a promise ring, like I was in love with her, like so in love with her. Yeah, um, but I don't think that that was reciprocated. I don't think she felt the same. Do you reckon it was more like you loved her way yeah, way yeah, more yeah, than yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was my first like. Proper girlfriend, you know, like mm. my first serious relationship. Ov- obviously, you're like learning so much, and like this is one thing. If I have any advice for anyone, date as much as you fucking can, because you learn so much about yourself mm. within another person and how you react to things. Yeah, and this was like my big pivotal like turning point. So it's like September of 2019, and she's gone to the Philippines for two weeks. Obviously, we're not really talking because, like, she's fucking off doing whatever. But I don't hear from her for, like, three days. Like, I'm freaking the fuck out. Like, is my girlfriend dead in another country? Yeah. And um, I've messaged all her friends, like, you know, have you heard from her? They haven't heard from her. And then I, like, randomly, that day I get a text message from her and it was like, why the fuck are you messaging all my friends? Like, you're embarrassing me. Um, And then we break up. We break up. Over the phone, she's in the Philippines, man. This <laughs> yeah. is, like, crazy. And, like, m- my world comes crumbling down. Yeah. Like, lowest lowest point I feel like I've ever been in as an adult. Okay. Like, yeah, definitely struggled to look up. And we were fighting, bro. We were fighting. Like, she gets back. She wouldn't give me my stuff back. So, like, I had to go to her work and be like, hey, can I fucking get my things back? Like, she's, you know, running away from me. Like, it, it becomes like a fucking scene out of the days of our lives. Like, yeah. I, and I couldn't believe, like, the the thought processes in me were like, these are... This is healthy. This is, this is healthy. Like, yeah. this is a normal thing to do. And, yeah. like, we were both doing this to each other. It was like a massive game of cat and mouse. Yeah. 
And um, so like that happens, we break up and I'm like the most miserable fucking sack of shit. And I think like that, like going to her work and like being like, I, I want my fucking things back. Like give me my stuff back. Like that was like when I was like, whoa, like I need to work on myself. Like what the fuck have I done? Two years of this, like how have I gotten to this point? This isn't me as a person. And like, it just like rocked my world. And like, especially coming from like a childhood of like broken home, very like abusive, very toxic. Like I was so accustomed to this that like, I had no idea that this was the wrong way to do things. Mm. And it like shook me to my core, like being like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you can't act like this as an adult. Like you can't act like this ever. Yeah. And like, we kept like bickering and it like, it got to the point where like, I had to block her off everything. Like- to the point where, like, we were emailing each other. She was, like, emailing me to, like, contact me. And, like, I was, like, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. And, like, I'd never really seen a therapist. And especially, like, for context, my parents have been split since I was seven years old. Very toxic, drug-induced parent, my mm-hmm. dad. So, like, I'd never dealt with that shit. Like, I thought I did, and I thought I was over it by the time I was, like, out of high school. But I, like, realized, like, in that relationship with the way I would deal with things, that, like, everything my parents went through, I took on and did the same shit. Yeah. And it, like, fucking, like, freaked me out looking in the mirror and being, like, what? Like, what am I? Who am I? Like, you you don't act like this. Yeah, and that was, like, such a pivotal, like, turning point in my life to, like, fix my shit. Like, I was such an angry kid. Yeah. And, like, that came out in that relationship. Like, aggression. Like, stuff that would, like... You know when you get so mad to the point where you, like, kind of get scared? Like, you see a dog... Yeah, okay. Like, get locked jaw and they freak out? Mm. That's how it felt. Like, fuck. Like, how have I worked myself up to this point? Mm. And it was becoming, like, such a frequent occurrence. Like, we were having, like, full-on tiffs. Like, nothing ever physical, but, like, definitely emotional abuse Mm. towards each other. Yeah, Yeah. And, like, that doesn't go for just her. That was me also. Did it bleed out into like all your other relationships and like? Yeah, man, I was like a fucking sack of shit. I didn't see my friends. Like, yeah, I definitely like thought like, fuck, you got to choose one. Like, and I chose, I chose her over my friends, and like, that was like another thing in itself. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, had to like, then like mend those relationships and be like, fuck, I fucked up. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know who I've been for the last two years. It was like an out of body experience. Yeah. It must be crazy looking back on it and, like, how far you've come now. In hindsight, yeah. Like, if you guys had met me, like, two, three years ago, like, I was a completely different person. Yeah. And it was because I was, like, in that relationship so wrapped up in it. Like, I'd never... She was, like, my first girlfriend, first person I'd ever slept with. Like, these were all big firsts that, like, really just, like, took me off my feet and made all the other shit seem fine. Yeah. And then everything, like, there's... I feel like there's, like those little moments that it's just you two and it's just nice like you know especially like two what was a two-year relationship yeah i feel like the longer it goes on you're like i've invested so much so you'll do anything to kind of make it seem like it's going good and like so there's little good moments you'll be like oh that's like yeah it's worth it we'll keep going then we'll keep going and like yeah i feel like that's scary but i mean you got out of it you like yeah like she broke up with me and like you know we haven't spoken in a while but best thing that she could have ever done for the both of us was like mm. to cut that tie what do you think you learned what like, uh, what i learned that yeah. like 
I needed to like sort my shit out. I needed to break that cycle within yeah. my family. Like I seen like, and you know, something I always prided myself on growing up was like, I'm nothing like my dad. And that was the first time I was like, fuck, like that gene pool runs thick, yeah. you know, like I'm still half him. And like, that was like the half that I, I didn't want to be. Yeah. And like that, that came out in, in that relationship, in the way I dealt with things and like how my like anger was and how like, toxic it became like it became just like a mirrored mirrored version of like my parents did you ever talk to your mum or you like your siblings like i guess your older sister about it no because they didn't like her and that made me feel really reluctant to talk to them about stuff even though they had fair merit to not like her well i guess that's a classic like yeah yeah you know you think you know better than like everyone else yeah yeah and you do the opposite but have you talked to them since about it do you yeah. talk? Do you, is it like an open subject in your yeah, family? Yeah, yeah, open yeah. subject. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. like I fought with my sister over this. Like I like was like willing to like cut ties with my family over oh, this shit. girl. Like and I like now I look back on that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like yeah. my family's my everything. As if I was like in that headspace, and like, I was like infatuated by it. And like the fact that like I wasn't ready to let go broke me. It yeah. broke me as a person. Like broke my spirit. Mm. It took me like four or five months of like going to therapy and trying to like gain back whatever bit of myself I had left because like I feel like in that relationship I really lost myself mm. you know when you're with someone so much and you like stop doing the things you love doing that you just get lost in the source yeah you get you get you know you lose the the things that make you who you are yeah and it makes you feel like because you're in love so it's like yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's like that's you, what you're supposed you'll, to do. You'll pay it, you know, you'll do it. Yeah. You were there for the rest of your life. That's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. I think that's what yeah, that's what uh I think this concept of like forever, I think really like grosses me out sometimes. Where it's like I just see people I don't I don't want to shit on it, but I'm like, you know, people are like, Oh, we'll be together forever. I'm like I think it's more healthy to be like, I d I don't know. I, I hate that word forever. Yeah. I fucking can't stand it, man. Like I'm, it sets up expectations of like you you've said it now right so all this shit if something's bad you won't acknowledge it for what it is and like because you're like i've said we're forever like the, yeah. in my head it's forever no 100 like percent, yeah. man like this is the thing like i've i've learned a lot and like these are like things i've come into as an adult like dude man people if people are bad to you people suck you don't have to fucking spend any time with them don't yeah. give them any time you know mm. and i feel like that concept of forever and it's like again the generational stuff us being not not white mm. you know i feel like ethnic families have this big thing on pride in within their culture and respect and like one of them being like you can't you can't leave that marriage like once you're married you're in you're in for life yeah. man it's like i was watching i was watching the sopranos the other day and i forget which characters it's richie richie april mm. his niece is dating Christopher. Yeah. And he says to Christopher, he's like, don't fucking hit my niece, but when you're married, I can't say anything. Mm. And it's like, it's crazy to know that like, that's such a, that's such that's a, a proper thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. people, people will be like, go hard, man. If yeah. you want to hit your wife, hit your wife. Like that's like, that shit's fucked up. Like yeah. forever. I don't think that concept of forever, toxic. It makes me not want to get married. Cause then I think naturally, as much as I believe in divorce, I'm like naturally, in the back of my head, I'm always like, mum will never like love it if I ever get divorced. Like, you know, you're always seeking your parents' approval. So. Of course, you want to make your parents proud and happy. Yeah. I, so. I think like 
marriage is like just like a fucking cash grab. Oh yeah, like just dude, fucking it. Like very expensive. It is. It is. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you can't like have like the picture perfect wedding if you're not making like six figures a year. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've, uh, both my sisters got married, and it was like. So expensive. And it was beautiful. Loved it. I love weddings. Oh, I love weddings. I Don't love get me wrong. Weddings. The romantic side in me is just like, <laughs> fuck yeah. I love awesome. love. <laughs> you guys are going to stay together forever. <laughs> That's the only time I'll say it. At the actual wedding. Uh, I'll beat it every time until, until I'm sober in the morning. Um, to your credit, I think I always considered you a very calm person. Like I don't, I genuinely couldn't associate anger with you at all. A lot of a lot of hard work. Yeah, and doing and going to therapy and stuff to to really like learn how to cope with my anger management. What do you do? You have like what did you do? Like just like learning how to rephrase how I feel is like the biggest one. Okay, and what like explain? One thing I learned, and like this is something I've taken on like now into everyday life. Yeah. Whenever I feel like I've been wrong done, and I want to talk about it, it's not you did this to me, and this is like how I feel about it. It's like I feel like this because this has happened. Yeah. Okay. It's like not putting it on like a you did, I did. Mm. It's like being like I feel like this because X, Y, and Z. Rather than just singling someone out. Yeah, okay. So it's like the way you communicate your emotions, your feelings. Yeah. You just have to flip it and just like word it differently. Yeah. And it like, depending on like the words you use, it will either start an argument or it won't, you know? Mm. And like, I like to think now, like if I'm ever going into something like heated, I'm going in with the thought that like, we're going to have a conversation about this because I don't, I'm not arguing with you. Like, I'm yeah. not going to bite into that. Yeah. I'm not going to allow myself to get in that space. So I'm always like trying to be as calm and as civil as possible. Yeah. Possible. I, I worked uh, retail with Jacob and he's, you've managed like cut like dickhead customers pretty fine when I probably would have got pretty grumpy at them, but you get snippy. Like you don't let people walk over you. But yeah. There's like the fine line. You yeah. Know? It's a fine line, but you don't let it control like your emotions. I think that's a big part of like anger management is like, I don't know. It, you, I think you do choose to be, to act on your, anger yeah like that's your choice oh, it's definitely it's all it's all a conscious choice you yeah. make and once you jump head first into that choice like there's fucking no going back yeah and you and you do things you regret you say things you regret yeah like it's 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 such a slippery slope and it's not worth it mm. i think you can uh i'm to a therapist guy but i feel like there's a whole thing about you you can be angry i get angry but it's like choosing to be angry is different to you know just being like I'm not going to let it affect what I do about my day. Yeah. And like you slip. I think that's the biggest thing. I think knowing that you're not perfect and like, like I'm not saying anything groundbreaking, but it's like in the context of our conversation, it's like, yeah, knowing that you, I'm never going to get it right every time. And like, I will get angry. Maybe I'll like, maybe let it slip a bit, but yeah. I think Fuck bro. That's what makes us human. You yeah. Know? Like I think like, and I've had this conversation recently. It's like there's anger is a good thing. You should feel angry. Mm. But it's the way you then go about that. Like mm. be in that, be in your feels, like feel that, understand why you're angry so you can like resolve that. Yeah. But like being mad or angry all the time just for the fucking sake of it, mm. like, that's not cool. Yeah. I feel like it's the same thing with how I approach memories. I think like say like women being like uh, blah, 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 broke up. I think I used to see it as a sad, angry memory. And now I look back on it and I'm like, I've rephrased it fully and like, it's like, pretty funny and like i laugh about it now and it's like i wish i could do it in the moment 
Yeah. That'd be awesome. But, you know. No, but that's like, that's I'm why hindsight. Yeah. yeah. Hindsight's yeah, yeah. so beautiful, you know, because yeah. I look at it the same way. Like, I'm telling you this story and it's like, I tell you this with full, like, you know, I'm a little embarrassed by it because, mm. like, I can't believe that that was me three years ago. Yeah. But it's like, I tell you this because it's like, fuck, I've come a long way. Yeah. And, like, that's the beautiful thing. It's like, I look at that and I'm like, man, if I didn't go through that fucking relationship, like, where would I be now? Yeah. Who would I be now? Like, it, it really, like, shaped me for being an adult. Yeah. And, like, understanding what I wanted out of relationships, what I wanted out of myself and, yeah. What I needed to work on. Because, like, I didn't really realize that I had a, any, like, mental health issue up until I got into that relationship. And that's when it kind of all came, like, to the top. Yeah. Like, all my childhood traumas and, like, all the shit that happened with my dad and stuff. Like, that was, like, when it, like, come mm-hmm. rising up. And yeah. I was just like, fuck, man. Like, if I don't do something now, I'm going to be exactly like him. Yeah. I think it's, like, acknowledging your, your like, your weaknesses and stuff. And yeah. Being... You know, you got to be critical of yourself and yeah. sit in self-reflection. That's the only way you can grow. But yeah. Hey, that was a great one. That was off the top of the dome, Jacob. It was off the top of the dome. Hey, you want to put it in there? Put it in there. I'm putting it in the time capsule, guys. You got to make the noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the same guy I was three years ago. Hell yeah. Shut up. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have time for one each. Do you reckon you have got one more in you? Oh man, let's <laughs> go. Um, give me, give me, a, give me a prompty, wompty. Give me something. Um, I'll give you a happy. I'll give you a sad. I'll give you a anything. Yeah, I'm liking the role of this like self-reflection, self-criticalness. Yeah, okay. I've definitely wronged. I think a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I know that I've done is like when's like a time in your life when you've noticed you've romanticized something that like isn't good for you. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, like I guess it'd be like the easy answer is smoking. I think I I was all an aesthetic thing at the start and then it turned into like a full same bro. Yeah, same. <laughs> turned into a full addict thing. Um, I think, oh, okay. I'd probably say romanticizing being like, uh depressed like like just alcoholic like yeah. tortured artist kind of yeah, shit. yeah i think when it wouldn't it's all but after the breakup it was less like the breakup made me depressed i was depressed and the breakup just kind of sped it up yeah it that was, was that was the you know icing on the cake yeah because uh i didn't tell anyone i was depressed i only told my ex when it stopped, oh. I didn't have a. You you, uh, you would have felt like hella isolated. Yeah, so I was just like, it's all inward, and I was like, oh, like this is like a cool thing to do. Like I'll just start, like just drinking a lot, and blah, blah, blah. but it was like, I think I was just like, it was like a double mask of like, it was like, oh, this is cool, this is a cool aesthetic, and then it was like, oh no, this actually is really helping me, but it's not helping me, but it's like, and then it kept on going, but it was like it was a bad year, uh, twenty. Well, it would have been. Yeah, maybe 2017, 2018. I don't think I saw any of my friends properly. I was like drinking so much. And it was just like, at the start, it was fully romanticized in my head. Like I was like, oh, I'll have like a a fucking I don't know, whiskey, or like a bar and by myself. That's really cool. And then it just kept on happening. Yeah, and like, I, and I, th- yeah, that's the thing with like when you like 
delve down into substance abuse issues. It's yeah. like it starts off as like a, oh, this is fun for the one and done, you know, and mm. then like the one and done becomes like a nightly thing, and yeah. then that ricochets into like fuck, you're doing it all day every day. Yeah, and it like properly became a coping mechanism, and like, um, I guess like I'll like I'll when I'm depressed, when I feel more depressed now, I'll, I'll fall back into that sometimes, and I'll, but I know it's what it is. Like I'll just like I'll drink alone at home. I'll be like, oh fuck. But it doesn't take me, it doesn't take over me anymore. It's like sometimes you just need that one night where you just sat at home and like, like nothing. I'm not like thinking anything, but it's like I'm sad. I'll just be home, have a few glasses of wine. Hundred percent, dude. You gotta you gotta feel your feels, you know. And yeah. it's like within you know moderation. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're if you're not doing it all the time, like what's yeah. you know, there's no harm in it. Mm. But I remember that was a big growing because i had to get out of that like that's a big hole to get out of oh you gotta it's like it's crazy because you gotta like build up a few you know bad things that you're doing to kind of like look up and be like fuck man like i'm I'm rock bottom and i had no idea i had no idea and then like i had no idea i was that gross outwardly to everyone and like how i was going like no one found it cool until like a year or two later i finally started reconnecting with, with my friend Shout out Elisa Park. She was the one that was legit with me. Elise, she was like, a, she, she was like one of my best friends, and we stopped talking um, for a little bit, and then when we finally hung out, she was like, we're talking about. She was like, yeah, you were like really lame. Like you, we would see your like like your Snapchats and like your Instagram stories, and like it was like cringy every single t- like I like we hate like you were, like it was kind of lame, and I was like it was like a glass shattering moment. I was like. Fuck, I really was fucking lame. And then I looked back at the stories. I'm like, I hate looking at myself. Like, it's like, yeah, it's and it's it's crazy when you like people like hold you accountable for that shit. And yeah, you kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. fuck, I, I was being a bit of a tool. Yeah, and like you need to hear it, man. It's like those people that know you well enough, those people that care about you, mm. that f- like f- really fuck with you, that will like be like, hey, you were being a piece of shit. No, and this is why. Uh, you know, and that's what a good friend does, man. They hold you accountable for yeah. when you fuck up. Well, that's what, yeah, I think that's like a double growth. Cause I was like, I, like it was hard to hear. Cause I thought I was the coolest motherfucker in the world and like party guy, whatever. But no, nah, I was like, fuck Elise. Like, it was a cut. She, that's probably another thing where she doesn't remember that. But you know, it's those things where it's like so big to you that it's probably just someone just being nice and being honest. And like, they didn't realize it had such an effect, but it did have an effect. And I was like, yeah. All right. And then, yeah, I think, I think I went sober for like six months. I really forced myself because I was like, I don't want to be addicted to anything. And like, I don't want to like, if I can do this six months and then I'd get drunk like after the six months, I'd be like, ah, at least I know I can just stop. Yeah. But yeah. It's having like that self-control, you know, because I feel the same, like, Mm. you know, smoke weed every day. And sometimes it's my best friend, but also my worst enemy. And it's like being able to understand when, like when it's good to take a break and when it's, you know, good to have fun. Mm. Um, that's my memory. That's a yeah. It's a great memory. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, no, dude, I, I I'm fucking appreciating these uh these stories, right. man. Shout out KD. She's been really in the, <laughs> the whole episode. I'll put it in there. All right, we have half an hour. We got half an hour left. You and we, but I like to close it off with something. So. Also, remember you have to ask the next guest a question. You don't know who the guest yeah, is. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really thought about the next question. All right, you have one more memory. One more. Shoot, do you want a prompt or anything? Yeah, yeah. Give us a prompt. Let's end on a happy note. I would like to know. So you're a part of a trio in my head. <laughs> Sam Wooden, 
Right, I'm not going to add his line. He's going to yell at me for that. All right. You're at a trio of Sam, Ezra, and you. Yeah. You currently live together again. Yeah. The <laughs> boys are back in town. Um, I would like to know your happiest, or your, not happy, maybe it's not happy, but your most, the memory you, like, say you had to, re- like, summarize your friendship. Oh, dude. What's the best, like, maybe give me two, but what's one in your Fuck, head? Fuck, man. That's a hard question because there's so many, like... When I say like we have like I have fun with these dudes every day like yeah. it's a nonstop party in my mind yeah. like I lo- I love living with them for that fact that like these people like they get it mm. but um fun story fun fun story dude we we line bike a lot this <laughs> is like something that we do religiously as a household yeah not so much as of late because it's starting to get cold but over summer line biking. We did this a few, like maybe a month ago. We went, we went line biking like all throughout South Melbourne. Then we went to like Docklands and like just like riding all night, like yeah. till like one a.m. And we like stopped under like fuck. We rode all the way to the Balti a few weeks ago. I think I remember that. Yeah, I think I feel like saw that photo. Yeah, yeah. we like stopped like smoked a, smoked a spliff under the bridge, and like went and rode home and stuff. And it's like for me like. I love doing that stuff, coming back to the big kid shit. Like, mm. I'd much rather go riding a bike and, like, fucking around in the street than go into a bar. Yeah. Like, they're the things that, like, make make me tick, you know? Mm. So, like, the fact that, like, they're down to do that shit, it's always so fucking fun. Yeah. Like, it's hard to, like, pinpoint a story because, like, I feel like I'm always, like, I'm having a good time. Yeah. All the time. Do you ever... Um, do you think of it as, like... So, when I... Sort of bring it back to me, but... Me, Sof, Mo, I'm like, I'm always saying to them, like, we're not going to, like, there's going to be a time where we don't live together. There's going to be a time we're not together. Like, this is going to be true for now, but it might just be now and then maybe, like, a year or later, we just, this never exists again. Yeah. Do you think about that for you three? Like, in those moments, are you like, this is not, like, we might not get this again. This is cool. Yeah. and that, But that's, like, the, the thing, like, going back to, like, m- you know, me coming out of a relationship, like, big topic there was, like, Let's move in together. Yeah. For me, it was like, why would I Why would I do that? Like, I've got the best of both worlds right now. Like, I live with, like, you know, two of my fucking best friends. Mm. Like, these guys took me in when I had no place to stay. So, like, for me, that goes, like, such a long way. Like, I'm big on respect and morals. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, you guys are f- with me forever in yeah. my mind. Like, if we, if we live together f- for the next, like, fucking 10 years, sick, if we don't, Great. Because yeah. I know, like, we're always going to be homies. Yeah. But it makes me sad to know that, like, one day there will be a time when we're not yeah, like, bumming it, around together. But that's cool. I feel like it's, like, a... It's cool to think about it now. But then it's, like, you're at risk of, like, I don't know, not being in the moment as much because you're, like, we might not ever... There's going to be a time when we don't live together. And then I'm, I feel like I think about that. I'm like, It's sad, man. It's so sad. Because <laughs> it's, like... And, like, I don't know. Again, like, family is such a, like, a big thing to me. Mm. And, like, I feel like the, like, group of friends I have are, like, my family away from home, you know? Yeah. Like, these people I live with are, like, my brothers. Like, it's, like, I enjoy the fact that I come home every day and I got these two cunts on the couch. (laughs) Like, sitting, posted. Yeah, man. It's the (laughs) fucking best, man. I walk in and I'm just, like, fuck yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. you guys are having fun. I'm having fun. Like mm. we can be sitting saying nothing, and it's like, dude, I'm down. Like that's how you know, though. That's how you know it's like a, a healthy relationship. Yeah, man. Like I, so. you know, I I love these people. Mm. Like 
They family. They family. <laughs> they family, baby. <laughs> Shit. You guys, I can't believe you guys don't have matching tattoos. Nah. I find that insane. No, we don't. I mean, we should get on that. Yeah, just a little tiny one. What would you get? Fuck. What would what would Dude, you we'd just get Fortnite? Fortnite logo on <laughs> I'd get it on my butt. So that's, the, that's the big topic of conversation in our house at the moment, Fortnite. Yeah, because I don't think it's worth the tattoo to commemorate your time together. Oh, man. Uh, no, commemorate a uh, time in our lives, you know. Um, a two-month two period. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got that to look back on. Do you remember that time we stayed inside for two months playing Fortnite? And Fuck yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> that was that sick. <laughs> but and no defining memory. I think that's fair. I think the whole thing is a... It's, it's been like, because like, I moved in with them at the start of last year. But it's like been fun from from day dot. I can't believe it's not been that long. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. It feels like I don't know. You guys have all become such a big part of my life. Like yeah, you've you've become a fast friend out of nowhere. Yeah. No, we like it's cool. We all click. It's, yeah. You know, I haven't met this many people where I'm like I I genuinely like you. A hey, lot. cool guys over here, huh? Yeah, a bunch yeah. of cool guys. Cool guys. Um, no, this is the apex of our friendship. I just wanted. I started all the way from there just to get you on a podcast. It's down here from here. Oh, man. It's a slippery slope, isn't it? You get nothing from me. Oh, damn it. That's fair. That's life. Oh, that Tony is, Soprano. That's life. Do you have anything else you want to say about I do have a funny housemate story. Shoot. I got a fucking great housemate story, bro. Shoot. All right. All right. Let me set the scene for you. So this is before I lived with Sam and Ezra. Yeah. This is 2021. We're in peak lockdown. Yeah. Peak lockdown. Yeah. So it's like seven o'clock. It's in June. We're, so imagine, like, it's fucking freezing. We live in this old, like, weatherboard home. It's super cold. We're cooking dinner. Hmm. And my housemate at the time, Loz, comes home. She's got this rat. Like a pet rat? Pet rat. Remy. Okay. Remy the rat. <gasps> Remy the rat. Remy boys. Remy boys. So every day, she'd, when she'd come home, she'd go and say hi to Remy, right? <laughs> this is the first time she walks straight through the, the hallway and just comes straight to the lounge room because we're all kicking it. Yeah. She comes in, she rolls a joint, smokes it, hasn't been in her room yet. She goes in her room after she finishes this joint and she just like comes out screaming. She's like, I think Remy's dead. I think Remy's dead. So me and me and Mizzy like walk in the room and like I'm tapping on this thing. I'm like, fucking wake up, cunt. Like oh, you can't die now. Yeah. Mind you, like rats have a life expectancy of two years. This was two days before his second birthday. Man. Wow. He almost did it. Yeah. Almost did it. He's stiff as a fucking rock, man. His tail, long out and pointy. It was like the most insane thing. I'd never seen like something dead like this before. And he yeah. looks so peaceful. It, yeah. was, it was crazy. But like Loz is like freaking out. And she's just like, I can't, I can't pick him up. Like we got to get rid of it. I can't sleep with him in my room dead like that. Yeah. So like we grab a t-shirt and we're like wrapping this thing up. And like it was so bad. Like Mizzy's holding him up by like his head's just hanging out. And it's just like this dead rat. Oh, it's got chill. Oh, it was, it was like for me. And like, I hate, I hate vermin. So like I was fucking freaking out, man. Like this was like, I love you a lot as a person. So I'm going to do this for you because I fucking hate this. Like I hated when he was alive. Like I couldn't stand knowing that like five steps away from me, there is a rat. He's dead now, so I mean, Remy died. So, like, imagine this. We've got no shovel, and we're trying to bury this fucking thing. Yeah. How big is it? Probably about, like, I'd say, like, maybe, like, 10 inches. Ah. 
He's a fucking big boy. Um, yeah. And, like, we put him in a Nike dunk box. <laughs> and, like, Loz was, like, so stoned and, like, monologically, like, drawing his, like, casket. Yeah. And we're trying to look for, like, a shovel. And, like, we go out. We go out the back and we've got this veggie patch that we've, like, never used. <laughs> we've got, like, a kitchen utensil. Like, kind of like a, a measuring cup, per se. Yeah. And we're, like, digging, <laughs> digging this grave for this rat at, like... <laughs> Maybe like ten o'clock at night. It's pissing down <laughs> rain. Oh, I'm playing like fucking Frank Sinatra over the speaker, like <laughs> hand on the box, just like giving this guy the perfect fucking send off he deserves. Yeah. So we're like scooping it, scooping it. We finally like I think we dig a grave just deep enough for the box to fit in. <laughs> we lay him to rest. We lay him to rest there, and it like for her hadn't registered yet that he had died. Like yeah. it was f- insane watching how she was dealing with this. Cause she was faded as fuck. So like, she kind of wasn't like, it felt like to her, this was a skit in her head. And like, this was just a big, big game, yeah. but we're just like, what the fuck? We've just buried your dead rat. And now your cat's trying to like dig up the grave. <laughs> like Jack's our cat. Yeah. It was like, we, we buried him and he was trying to like dig up and get the dead carcass. Jesus. But I don't think he got him. <laughs> did she cry? No. Oh, yeah, I think she did, actually. Did you do, like, a full funeral, like... Yeah, well, like... Yeah, well, we were playing, like, fucking Ave Maria over the speaker. It was, like... And I was laughing. I couldn't keep oh. a straight face the whole time. Because it felt like we were in a skit. Like, yeah. Just felt like a massive bit the it whole time. It feels like a TV show. Right yeah, there. man. It was so comical that this had happened. Did she say a speech? I think so, yeah. She gave a few kind words. Like, she loved this thing. Her, like, whole Instagram <laughs> persona was based around this rat. Her name uh, was Cool Rat Mum on Instagram. Like, she loved Remy. That's interesting. Did she replace Remy? Nah, nah. Well, well really? like, she had Jack, so, like, that was, like, her family cat that we, like, brought in. But I feel like, no, wait. Rat Mum, get another rat. Yeah. We're waiting for it. You, oh, still? How long ago was this? Two years ago? It's two years ago, yeah. I think you should get her a rat. Loz, if you're hearing this. If you're listening to this, sorry. I'll, I'll get you a rat. Loz, if you hear this, that means you've listened this far. That is almost an hour and a half. That means, and you tell us that you heard this part, you get a free rat. Free rat? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. How I'll much is a, a rat? I don't know. That can't be too expensive. Let me look I'm up. sure we'll find one on Flinders Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, don't, you don't get to be picky. We're trying to be sustainable about this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's rats out there that need a Yeah, yeah, Um, Was that your roommate memory? Yeah, that was that was a roommate memory. Right, that was that was a funny one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got fifteen minutes left. Okay. Um, I like to end the podcast uh, with you. Got to think about your question as well. Um, I'll just give you an empty uh, capsule and just anything you want to like future you to remember that you want to like any spare thoughts you have. You know, you listen back on this in ten years, you're like, wow. That's pretty funny. Man, one thing, man. Re- always remember that you're fucking tight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one thing. Man, when you're sitting there down on yourself, like this is one thing I always have to remember and tell myself. It's like, fuck, I'm cooler than what I cut it, like give myself, you know. Like 100%. not cool, like saying I'm a fucking cool guy. But yeah. like you're you're better than what you think you are in the moment. Yeah. And like always your like lowest moment is like where you like place yourself. And that's never the case. Mm. It's never the case. Keep looking forward and keep moving forward. Hell yeah. Anything else? You want to... Stop shitting yourself, man. <laughs> That's another one. Yeah. Hopefully you get your bowels fixed by the time you're in your 30s. You would have had your... Uh, your What's it called? Your photography 
uh, degree by then. Yeah, I want to have my photography degree. You know what? This is a big one. I want to open my own retail space. Oh, shit. We're opening a space for all the homies. Yeah. Man, I want to have a studio space in there for all our music friends. Yep. I want to have a studio space in there for all our painter friends. Yep. Studio space for this stuff. Like, I want to have it all. I want it to be a multifaceted retail space, but we only sell our friends' stuff. What would you call it? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I haven't thought that far ahead. Patent pending. I think it's better when you don't have a name for your idea. I nah. Think that, that stuff always comes later. Think of the ideas first. Yeah. If you're passionate about the idea, the name will come. Like I know, and I know I want to do it in a, in a suburb. I want to make people come to a place that they've never been to before to come see this shit. I'll come to... S- like shout pop. out, shout out open house. Yeah. Like yeah. what they're doing, I really fuck with, I respect. And like that that's cool. kind of the module I'm I'm looking at as like, fuck man, this is, this is kind of really cool. This is how you could run it. Big risk, but... Uh, high risk, high off. reward. Yeah. Man. Like, you know, I look at like brands like Saintside. Saintside's always like, you know, shout out Mark. Love that guy. Um, Mark, yeah. he, um, Mark. <laughs> Mark's the guy who, who runs it and he like you know not like put me on as a kid but like showed me like you know there are older people that are into the same shit as you that are cool and that will like help you get into that stuff. yeah and not like, to be gatekeepy I nah, think that's man. a big part no nah. like he didn't he definitely like didn't gatekeep and help people get on to where they were mm. so shout out Mark shout out Mark man that's you'll be the Mark of the future hell yeah is coming in here. Oh, dear. I feel like they don't like us today. Yeah, man. What's going Curse on? Curse the sickies. Um, okay, I'll pop that in there. I didn't even hand it to you, but it's in there. Um, and now your question for the next guest. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self? Oh. What advice? What would you give? Can oh, my God. You just gave advice to your future self, and now you're going to give it to your younger self. That's my crazy. younger self? What would I... I, I, the advice I give my younger self is keep pursuing the stuff you love mm. because that was one thing I stopped doing in, when I was in high school and stuff. Like when I started to figure out what I liked and what I, what I didn't like. Yeah. I, not that I didn't like those things. I was too embarrassed to do them. Yeah, okay. You know. Awesome. Younger self, keep, keep running that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go, go young Jacob Apap and old Jacob Apap and current Jacob Apap. Um, well, that brings us to the end of our episode. This is a good one. That was a long one. You know how long that went? This has been an hour and a half. Hour and 40. Hour and 40. Fuck. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Jacob, for coming on the podcast today. Appreciate you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Um, uh, if you've listened this far, again, thank you. You're the best. Um, I don't know who's on next. I don't have anyone booked next. I don't know. I'll ask someone. Ezra did say he was a little mad that you haven't, uh, hit him up yet. But fuck me. Ezra's like the most, I c- how do I know? Like, you can't take him seriously when he wants to do something. Because <laughs> then I'm like, are you taking the piss or do you want to be on here? I think he does. Okay, I'll ask him. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, right, I'll ask him. Whatever. Yeah, go have a good day today. Listening to this. Um, go buy some Remy. Um, yeah, shout out Remy. Both the rat and the bread. <laughs> Loz, shout out you. Buy some Remy. She should buy some Remy. Dude, a little, yeah. A little homage to yeah. Okay, I'll save you. Um, okay, have a good day, guys. Bye.